The ego seems to have power over you when you fear it or struggle against it. These are thoughts that seem to make it real. You give it the power or seeming state of reality by reacting to it as if it is a force to be reckoned with, seeing the ego as a harmless distraction, a form of meaningless entertainment, like a television show that is within your awareness but does not capture your attention. Or for me, I would say like football. <laughs> you know, football. Football was on yesterday for two hours. Ron was here, so football was on. And I just sat there and was, um, you know, just within my own mind, you know, doing my own thing. I sat there next to him while he watched football, but I paid no attention to the football whatsoever. Uh, I didn't fight against the football. <laughs> I wasn't into listening to or watching the football. Um, it was a meaningless entertainment over on the side like a television show that is within your awareness but does not capture your attention. This is the best way to relate with the ego. Imagine that. The best way to relate with the ego is to see it as meaningless. And that would be, you know, in our experience of separate bodies, that would mean not only the ego in my mind, but if a friend of mine, you know, should begin to start displaying ego. If I get all caught up and worried about my friend's ego, I'm still caught up and worried about the ego. The advice here is to see the ego as meaningless, a harmless distraction. This is the best way to relate with the ego. Remember that you are only looking at thoughts in a mind. That's it. <laughs> you are only looking at thoughts in a mind. When you are detached from the thoughts, you see they are nothing. It is when you identify with them that the ego seems to be you. The ego is literally a curiosity, a what-if. It is nothing. And so it can be observed and smiled at without identity, attachment, or the need to react. Imagine that. Imagine seeing the ego coming through your mind, and you do nothing. You just don't react in any way, you just see it as completely meaningless. Holy Spirit says, when you do identify with the ego, you will react to it. This is when forgiveness is useful. Forgiveness is noticing that you have grabbed onto a thought, realizing that you want to release it, and then letting it go. It is reversing the error of attaching to a thought of unreality as if it were real. So forgiveness here is defined as reversing an error. So I see a thought in my mind and for a second I believe it and I feel a shudder of fear and then I notice what I've done and I choose to let it go. That's forgiveness. But if I never attach to the thought at all, if I just see it as completely meaningless, that's the practice that is being defined here as most helpful. And of course, Sometimes, I'm sure you guys know, we can seem to do that easily. Sometimes we're going to have to practice forgiveness because we did attach to the thoughts. But as we practice forgiveness, we prepare ourselves next time to see those same type thoughts without attachment or at least with a weaker attachment. Until one day those same thoughts are passing through our mind and we see them as nothing. And it's the seeing them as nothing 
because that's literally what they are. That's what the ego is. It's this seeing them as nothing that's moving us closer and closer to being fully identified with that power within us that is completely unaware of the illusion, that is not affected in any way ever. And that is our target. That is where we're going. That is our goal. So um, I'm, of course, very grateful to Holy Spirit for this message. (laughs) That is the end of the message. I only have a couple of minutes left.